Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to episode 12 of Artists, Actors, and Activists of the 21st Century. Um, this episode is almost completely different from anything we've done before. Um, it's usually always just like interviews with teen artists, but I decided to shake it up for this week. And if you hate this, <laughs> if you listen to this and you're like, I hate this, don't worry because it'll be back to interviews by next week. <laughs> but Today, we actually have a reading of a live, we have a live reading of a one-act play written by two teenage writers that you've heard on the show before, um, Zach Bolger and Mariah Carey, who are here with us right now, actually, so hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> um, it's so awesome to do this with you guys, I'm so happy you and your cast said yes to agree to be on this podcast and try something different, so thank you for that. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so this play is called Lovebirds, and it was originally supposed to be presented as a po- as a part of our one act festival in school, where um, and it's um, where we have one act play a few one act plays presented in order. But obviously, that show got canceled because of the coronavirus. So I thought it would be nice to give them the opportunity to show off the play, and I'm happy that we did this because it's a funny play um so do either of you want to just talk a little bit about the play and like give a not obviously not spoiling anything for everyone who's gonna listen but give it like a brief synopsis of the story yeah so the play follows these two couples that work in office and our lead tori she suspects something is up with her boyfriend so she teams up with the other guy from the couple and they just investigate to see what goes on but everything is not as it seems apparently nice um yeah so how did you guys get like the inspiration to write the, to write this like what where did the idea come from um I think we really like pulled off of like sitcoms and such like friends and stuff like that and just funny things where it was just like very situationally comedic things and then I think we also played with the basicness of those shows and then adding such chaos into it at the end and such just to make it so much more funny and so much more enjoyable but we really wanted to write something that we liked yeah (laughs) absolutely and how long did you guys work on the initial writing of this before any performance before any rehearsal started um i we kind of created the idea like a year ago and then in like late august we started actually writing it and then we kind of like presented it in like february or march is when the first people kind of read it and then we started staging in that time too. Awesome. Um, yeah. Anything else you would like to say about the show before we start, or do you think we're ready to kick it? Let's do it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Bailey Diamond, and I'm playing Tori. Hello, my name is Cameron Tino, and I am playing Aaron. Hi, my name is Wilma Rachna, and I'm playing Shane. Hi, my name is Cecilia Hanna, and I'm playing Katie. Uh, hi, my name is Sophia Curry, and I play Mary and the Russian Worker. Hello, I'm Erin Brody, and I play the intern, clerk, and Ivan.
Hi, I'm Zach Bolger, and I play Russian man number one. Hi, I'm Courtney Webster, and I play Russian man number two. Hi, I'm Sydney Mitrisic, and I play Russian man number three. <laughs> Lovebirds, a one-act comedy written by Zach Bolger and Mariah Carey. Prologue. Everyone is walking to different places with their backpacks and such. They freeze in their place, and Tori is in the middle. Lights closing on her. To the audience. You don't have to read Hello, that. Hello, everyone. So- Welcome to this presentation on veganism and politics and why they matter in today's society. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Tori, and I know you don't know me yet. Trust me. You're going to learn a lot about me in the next, like, 30 minutes or so. Anyways... I'm here to tell you a story about something that happened to me a few years ago. I thought that my boyfriend was cheating on me with my best friend. I had been, well, investigating him for a long time. So I thought I had finally found a way to expose him for the cheater he truly is. And for the record, I'm almost always right. Our story starts at my former place of employment, an office, where I was slowly working my way up the ladder of the journalism industry. Everyone resumes behind her and sets the scene. Scene one. The scene is set at an office meeting. Tori, Shane, and Mary are all there. There are extra ensemble people in the background as well. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Everyone continues talking Welcome. over her. Everyone goes silent, and she laughs nervously. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this meeting is to introduce the new interns to the older employees. And not old ones, just the ones that have been here for a while. And with that being said, make sure to make new friends. Also, don't forget the Valentine's Day party tonight. It's going to be amazing. Okay, I'm going to the bathroom. Uh, this atmosphere is uh, not agreeing with my stomach. I don't have too much fun while I'm gone. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> worst meeting offices ever have. Remember when Jerry hosted that axe throwing competition? That was the worst meeting the office has ever had. <laughs> I hope he's better now. Poor guy. You know what? We should take advantage of this time and get to know the new people. Yeah. Have fun with that. Hi, I'm Shane. I'm a does it look like I care who or what you are? Well, that was fun. Babe, don't take it to heart. These interns only stay for a few months and then they go back to their parents' basements and start a hobby like baking or knitting or yoga. I only did yoga once. Promise not to talk about that anymore. These old people are so weird. <laughs> Listen, buddy, just because you think you're the hot shot of the office doesn't mean it's actually true. I heard the big boss talking about cutting people, and I think you might have been one of them. The big boss? You mean Mary? She would never get rid of me. Why not? Because then she wouldn't have anyone to make out with in the broom closet every morning, would she? How do you know about that? <laughs> Did you see that? He ran crying like a baby. How do you know Mary was making out with someone in the closet? Oh, I saw her this. Uh, hey, do either of you know where Katie is? 
No, I actually haven't seen her yet today. I was... She's supposed to help me set up for the office party tonight. It's going to be great. To the audience, everyone freezes. Every year, the big boss of the office throws some sort of lame party that we all have to suffer through. And now Mary's in charge due to Jerry's accident. So this year, I'm going to spice it up and expose Shane in front of everyone. Everyone unfreezes. I'm going to go out to my RV to, for, for the big inflatable Cupid that I bought. If you see Katie, let her know that I need her in my office pronto. Mary exits, Aaron and Katie enter. Hey guys, sorry we're late. This is Katie. Two audience, everyone freezes. <laughs> this is Katie, my best friend. And this is Aaron, her new boyfriend. Shane and I actually like to call him her toy friend because he's like a boomerang. She throws him out and he just keeps coming back. <laughs> Aaron is a little dumb, but he's a good guy. More on them later. Everyone unfreezes. On the way here, we were driving down 376 and the car in front of us got a flat. So we stopped to help them. But this idiot didn't know how to change a tire. So I did it. And surprisingly, it's not that hard. But the funny thing is that the car was filled with Russian men. Russian men? The whole situation is just embarrassing. Maybe we don't talk about it anymore? Maybe you learn how to change a tire? I know how to change a tire. I just get nervous. So, um, this meeting looks... Yeah, we know. I feel like this is only the beginning of the horrible meetings now that Mary's in charge. And they always are. Do you guys want to go get coffee in the break room? Great idea. Anything is better than staying here. Come on, guys. Mary worked really hard on this meeting. <laughs> Looks like it. We just went to get coffee. It's not that bad. It's not like we left the meeting. We're just taking a much-needed break. Yeah. I'm okay, fine. But let's make it quick. Katie and Shane exit first. Tori is seen slipping a pink piece of paper to Aaron and shushing him. They all exit the same way together. Scene two. The four of them sit around a counter with coffee making supplies. One stirs coffee, one takes a sip, one is eating, etc. All four of them have happened. Shane is not, but it isn't obvious. No, I swear she wasn't even invited to the opening. She just showed up with a present. <laughs> uh, she never fails to amaze me. You guys remember that one time when she came to the, the office Christmas party dressed like a Christmas tree? <laughs> she's so oh, not can't even see what she's doing wrong. If she could, then this kind of stuff just wouldn't happen. Mary walks behind them, laughing so sad, but only Aaron keeps laughing. <laughs> she is just unbelievable. Hello! Uh, unbelievably kind and welcoming and overall such a wonderful and great ah. Mary slams the coffee machine down on Aaron's hand. Aaron yelps. Uh, I hear you lovebirds are having a good time in here. Uh, let me ask, when's the wedding? Uh, maybe I'll have to show up uninvited or dressed up like a Christmas tree. Or maybe I'll just crash the whole thing overall and this time I won't bring any presents. Well, you better be coming to the party tonight at 8.30. The theme 
is Mexican American. She'll find a day and don't be late. <laughs> and uh, oh, a Tori, uh, why don't you uh, do your job for once and uh, print my March cover report before the end of the day today? And if any of you know someone in um, need of a lady friend for tonight's event, just let me know. I'm not looking. I'm just um, asking for a friend. Alrighty, bye-bye. Mary leaves quickly. Once Mary leaves, they all start laughing except for Shane. Once again, it's not obvious. <laughs> it's so weird. I totally forgot about the party tonight. We never have Valentine's Day parties. Well, you know, Mary always trying to get the office to mingle more. But it could be fun. It always is. Especially tonight. I guess I'll go do my job for once and print those cover reports for Mary. Speaking of doing my job, I should probably help Mary set up for tonight. I'm gonna go check on her. Uh, um, I'll catch up with you in a minute. So, what do you want? What was the note about? Not here. Let's meet after work. We can talk then. Can I just know what it's about? I really shouldn't tell you here. I can't risk someone hearing us. Hearing us? Is it that serious? The note said that you think that... You know how you said that you thought that Katie was cheating on you? Yeah, but that was a while ago, and now we're in an actual relationship, so I'm not really sure that I... I think that Shane is cheating on me as well, and maybe we could help each other get to the bottom of this. But I don't want anyone to hear us talking about it because it might not be the truth. Wait a minute. What if... They're cheating on us together. I mean, I've been looking into this for a long time, and I still haven't ruled that out. But I can't say anything more. At least not right now. Okay. So, grounds today at four? And grounds? <laughs> grounds is the name of our favorite coffee spot. The best cup of coffee in town. And I'm freezes. On the other side of the stage, Shane and Katie are at the printer, whispering to each other. You think they know what we've been doing? I think we're safe. They seem oblivious for now. Hopefully it stays that way. Uh, you first. We need to figure out where this is going. We will. Later today. Today? Yeah, we should, we should meet somewhere today after the meeting and figure out the game plan for keeping this whole thing under the wraps and away from Tori and Aaron. Okay, where? Let's meet at grounds at like Four. Okay. Okay. So, so round four. Yes. Yeah. Round, round four. four. <laughs> Blackout. C three. Later that night at grounds, Tori and Aaron share a table off to the side. On the table in front of Tori is a folder and a notebook. On the other side of the stage, there is a bench and some bushes. To the audience, everyone freezes. <clears throat> this is the part of the story where the you know what hits the fan. All four of us agreed to meet at grounds at the same exact time on the same exact day. Let's see how this goes down. Everyone in phrases. And I pretended to be asleep while he left. And when I asked him about it, he couldn't even give me a logical explanation. Was that on the 17th? Yes, it was. Why? I think Katie may have also left early that day. She said it was for a job, job interview. 
for a new magazine called Ariel. Yeah, that's what Katie said. I checked it and it doesn't exist. No records of it anywhere. They were both lying. <laughs> but it might just be a coincidence, right? Some coincidence. It was with the whole notebook thing. I've been following Shane for a few weeks, and every time I see something weird, I log in the notebook and take pictures. I've been cheated on before, so I know all the signs. And you've seen him with Katie? I've seen them together multiple times. I only got a few pictures, though, because it was Katie, and I thought that she would never do that to me. I might have been wrong. Don't you think this is all a little much? I mean, following him around, taking pictures of the people that he's with? No, it's evidence. Evidence? Yes. One day, I'm going to catch him with some girl, and he'll play it off like, Oh, baby, I swear I'd never do that to you. And he'll attempt to make me believe that he did nothing wrong. But with these pictures in my log, I have proof. So how come you see all of this, but I don't? Well, sometimes things kind of fly over your head. Hey! <laughs> uh, you're right, though. <laughs> I mean, even today they were glancing at each other the whole time we were getting coffee. And they were like, especially tonight. She realizes that he isn't even listening anymore. Aaron. Aaron. Shane and Katie enter together, going to the bench having an inaudible conversation. With coffee in hand, Tori immediately sees them. Oh. My. Goodness. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Well, let's go confront them. Wait, no. He stands up and Tori sits him down. Wait, no, are you stupid? We don't even have evidence to prove that they're doing what we think they're doing. You have the whole notebook thingy and the pictures and the logs. Why would they just happen to be together without telling us? Wouldn't they want us to join in on the fun? I'm not saying that they aren't up to something, but we can't just rush over there and bust them for something we don't know is true. I don't want to look like an idiot. So what do you think we should do? Let's spy. Spy? We can follow them around, and once we've got enough evidence, we'll go in for the kill. Present everything we've collected so far. If they aren't together, then we can clear our minds and let it go. Uh, I don't know what kind of weird stuff you're into, but I'm not a whole familiar with the uh, spying business. I'm not talking like thermal cameras and goggles and camouflage. We just trail after them without them seeing us. I think it's a very foolproof plan. Everyone freezes. It's not. Everyone <laughs> freezes. Let's sneak over there and see what the party We can hide in the bushes, just army crawl and keep quiet. Tori gets up and Aaron follows. Aaron starts making lots of noises and Tori gets mad. They go outside and hide behind a bush together. Katie and Shane's conversation cannot be heard. I'm sorry, but Mary's coffee is kind of gross. I'm happy we came here so I can get something that's actually edible. It's harsh. It's just the truth, and sometimes the truth hurts. And my mom used to bring me here when I was little. I'd get hot chocolate, and she'd get coffee. She called it our little coffee day. It just feels so good to finally be back here. Oh, that's so cute. So, for our final coffee date, what do you think about coffee in the park to talk things through? Okay. Behind the bushes. 
They're just talking about coffee. It can't be the reason that they came here all alone and beside coffee day and talk things through. That has to mean something. You really aren't going to this, are you? Back to the bench conversation. Do you want the rest of this? I can't drink anymore. Here. My mom taught me this, too. Shane grabs all the coffee cups and dumps it into the bush. It all pours all over Tori. Aaron begins to laugh. That's when the other coffee comes on him. They move back a few inches, expecting another one. I'm happy we're finally doing this, but I do feel kind of bad sneaking around. Well, we don't have to sneak around much longer. They're going to know soon. Behind bushes, but... There! Right there! There's enough evidence to go in for the kill! You see, we keep following them. We need more proof than that. Sneaking around? What else could that possibly mean? That they've become a part of some private club, or maybe they're FBI? Huh? I'm not seeing that. Keep listening. On the bench. I love you. And honestly, I've waited so long to say that officially, but now it just feels like it's the right time for us to take the next step. That's perfect. Behind bushes. What's the next step? Moving in together? Getting a pet? Dumping us? We can't just wait around for them to admit it. This is bad. But we have to stick it out and make sure it's for real. Mary crawls up to the bushes. Hey, guys! Uh, sorry to startle you. Let me ask, what are you two doing in the bushes? We can't let them see us. Oh, I see. Hey, Shane and Katie. Tori and Aaron scurry away. How wonderful to see you here. Let me ask, what are you two doing out on a fine day like this? Hope you guys didn't forget the party tonight. Wink, wink. We're just out on a coffee date. But, but if you see Tori or Aaron, please don't mention any of this to them. We don't want them to know we're here together. Okay, I won't. But speaking of, I found this really weird note in the break room. Seems like it was addressed to Aaron. Let me see that. What does it say? I think Katie and Shane are up to something. I need to talk to you about it. Oh my gosh, you were right, they do know. It seems like it. Look, we need to make a plan to make sure they don't find out anything else, and we need to hurry. Mary, if you see them and they ask about us, send them in the other direction. Make it seem like it was all a, a misunderstanding. Please, Shane and I have to run to the jewelry store on West and end of the park. Please cover us on this one. Inside ground, Aaron and Tori are back at the table on the other side of the stage. Oh, that was way too close. We're lucky we didn't get caught. Maybe from now on we should keep our distance. Tori notices them leaving. Crap, they're moving again. What should we do? I think we should follow them. What about the whole keeping our distance thing? Aaron, I'm sorry, but sometimes you're just clueless. We want actual answers. We need to catch them. We can't do that without getting more evidence. I'm not clueless. Come on. Hey guys, what's up? 
Mary! Oh, you totally blew our cover out there! What did Shani Katie say to you? Oh, nothing. Seemed like a lot of conversation for nothing. Um... No. Uh, it, it, it was all a misunderstanding. Uh, they just don't want you to see them here. Crap. Where are they headed? They, um... You know what? You were mean to me this morning. So I'm not gonna tell you anything. Well, I'm sorry about that. Okay. I don't forgive you. But they are not headed to the jewelry store on West Street. And they are not going to the park afterwards, either. <laughs> Tori, I, I can't do this anymore. We have enough evidence. I have to stop them. Aaron storms out. To the audience, everyone freezes. So, now would be the time to explain that Mary isn't great under pressure. <laughs> this is going downhill. Very fast. Everyone unfreezes. No, Aaron, wait! Tori chases after him. Wait, where'd everyone go? Guess I'll see you guys tonight. That's at the party. You know, it starts at 8.30, right? Uh, have you found that date for my friend yet? Hey, you got any plans for tonight? Black up. Scene four. Katie and Shane are at a jewelry store shopping. Shane is at the front desk with the clerk and Katie. Katie is trying to put on a necklace in the mirror next to him. This necklace is gorgeous. It looks great on And it matches the ring. This is such a great idea. Shane, you're such an amazing boyfriend. Aaron enters outside the jewelry store and Tori chases after him. Aaron, wait! Tori, we have enough evidence for... Let's just wait. Here, let's sit in these chairs. They won't see us here. So, this is your final decision? Yes, thank you. Of course. I hope you and the missus are happy. Shane hands a necklace and ring to the clerk and hands them the note. Did you see that, Erin? He just bought her a diamond necklace and a matching ring. Shane and Katie grab the bag and leave the store. Thank you again. Have a nice day. Tori waits till they're till they're gone and goes in. Russian worker comes out with a piercing gun and looks at Aaron outside the store. Are you ready? Both ears or one? Uh, what? Where's Tori? Russian worker flips over a sign above the chair that says, Piercing, 50% off. You sit in this chair, you get the book in ear. Which ear, left or right? Inside the shop, Tori walks over to the clerk, talking to him about what Shane bought earlier, but he's not giving her an answer. Hi, sorry to bother you, but what did he just buy? Sorry, young lady. I'm not at liberty to disclose that kind of information to a stranger. I'm not a stranger, I'm just... Look, I've had a really rough day and I'm covered in coffee, and I smell like a bush. So could you please just tell me what they bought? I'm missing the part where any of that is my problem. That was my boyfriend, and he's with another woman. So you better tell me what's going on. I'm sorry. I just really can't give you that information. Tell me 
or else. Ma'am, if that's a threat, I'm going to have to call the cops and ask you to leave. Sorry, sir. Let me just make myself clear. If you don't tell me what they said, I'll jump over the counter and make sure you aren't able to call the cops. The argument continues behind Aaron and Russian worker, with Tori getting even more mad by the minute, outside the store. So, time for a poke. I don't want a piercing or a poke. Sorry, I'm just waiting for my friend to come back. Uh, I think we're both getting cheated on by our significant others, and uh, now it's just kind of this whole big thing. You sit in chair, you get pork in ear, he says that. Listen, lady, I said no. Tori jumps over the counter and taps the clerk. Russian worker pierces his ear with a needle. <laughs> Tori hears a scream and runs back out. What's going on out here? He sits in chair. I put book all in here. <laughs> I didn't ask you to poke my damn ear. You two have to pay for that poking. They give you Valentine's discounts, fifty percent off. We're not paying for that. Uh, you have to pay. This idiot sit in chair. Hey. Alright, I'm sure we can come up with something here, right? $75 for book or you two no leave. Final offer. 70 Poke this. Tori pushes Russian lady down on the floor and Tori and Aaron begin to run away. Aaron is holding his ear in pain. Everyone freezes. So, not one of my finest moments, but I had to. My boyfriend might have been cheating on me. And maybe it wasn't the best idea to push a member of a large Russian family. Everyone freezes. Scene five. Shane and Katie begin to walk from the audience portal. They are on their arm and are in the park. Aaron runs on and behind, hides behind the bush. He has, and, and he has an earring in his ear. Shane and Carrie sit on a bench on the other side of the stage. Tori enters afterwards and hides in the bush too. What are they saying? Shh, I don't know. Do you think those Russian fools are after us? I think we lost them. Why are we always hiding in bushes? <laughs> okay, so tonight at the party, I'm going to announce to everyone what we've been up to, and when Tori gets there, I'll tell her too. Okay, so our game plan is underway. We're going to announce in front of everyone that they're cheating it on us in front of the office. Then we're going to look like idiots. I can't believe them. We have to find a way to stop them. But not now. Hey, come back here. You have to pay for that piercing. What was that? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe we should leave. Katie and Shane get up and start leaving towards the bushes, behind the bushes. They blew our cover. Okay, Aaron, play it off like you just happen to be here. I'll distract the wretches. Okay? Don't tell them anything. I have a plan. Okay. Over here, Russians! 
Tori exits. Aaron steps out from behind the bush, stopping them in their tracks. Hi, friends. So, what are you doing here? Hi, Aaron. More importantly, what are you doing here? I was just taking a walk through the park. Who was yelling? Oh, that, that, that was... That, yeah, yeah, um... <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I, I, I'm... <laughs> fresh impression. Ah, <sighs> uh, you have to pay for piercing. What were you talking about? Katie, do you, do you want to tell him what's been going on? They continue conversation and the lights fade. Scene six. Tori runs on the stage out of breath. Tori is chased by Russian man one through three and Ivan. You can't arrest me. You're not even the police. Our sister called us because she gave you service and you didn't pay. And what do we do to people who don't pay, brothers? Give us the money now or else. They go to grab her and carry her off stage. Please let me go. Listen, guys, I've had a very bad day, and I'm so sorry that we didn't pay for the piercing. But my boyfriend is cheating on me with my best friend. My other best friend is dating the girl that my boyfriend was cheating on me with. It's all very confusing. Anyways, I was on my way to bust them. And I'm trying to catch them before they humiliate me in front of everyone in my office tonight at this party. Can you please try to understand? Something like that happened to me once. Oh, so you know how I feel. Her name was Katya. And she was the very definition of beauty. She was our neighbor. Me and her started going out together. But then I found out she was also dating my brother, Roman. He is dead now. Oh, wow. Great. I'm sorry to hear about that. Why don't you just help me out and let me go so I can bust my cheating boyfriend and my ex-best friend in front of everyone? You know how it feels to be cheated on and lied to. So why don't you just let me go? And tomorrow I can go back to the jewelry store with the money. How does that sound? Russian men to her. Good. Good. Thank you so much. Tori begins to leave. Wait. One last thing. Yes? We want to help you bust your boyfriend and his lady friend at the party. Really? Yes. I don't know if that's such a great idea. With you, and you could get poking for free. I know how it's supposed to be cheated. All right, let's go. Wait, we have to make one stop first. They exit. Scene seven. Party music begins to play and talking is heard. All the office people are in the room at the Valentine's Day party. I thank you all for showing up tonight. It's such an amazing turnout this year. Enjoy the party and eat up. If you don't, I will. And no one wants to see me after too much spicy food. We need to talk. About what? I know why you were hiding at the park today. You do? Yeah, next week is our four-month anniversary, and you're going to surprise me, right? That's so sweet of you. Aaron thinks about agreeing with her and then decides to tell the truth. Uh, well, uh, no. 
tell you the truth, Tori and I talked about how we thought you guys were up to something strange, and we thought maybe you were cheating. And I'm sorry for thinking that, but you guys weren't together so much. So we met and talked about it, and then we saw you two, so we followed you around today, and everything you guys were saying kind of sounded bad to us. So we ended up at this jewelry shop with this Russian lady, and then she pierced my ear, and then they chased us out of there. So we ended up in this park, and then the Russians came after us again, so Tori left, because she had a plan to stop you guys from... Oh, no. Uh, stop her. Stop who? I'll be, I'll be back. Just keep Tori going, and if Tori comes, please tell her to talk to me before saying anything. I don't get it. What was she stopping us from? I'll explain everything later. Yeah, she's in a rush. What was that about? I really don't know. Sorry. Hey, Shane. Any idea of when Torter will be here? The tacos are getting cold. Hopefully soon. I can. I can call. Oh. Loud yelling is heard off stage, then all the Russian men enter with cans of silly string guarding Tori. Stand back or you get steady. Spray silly string, everyone screams and shields them. Well, what's going on? I finally caught you, Shane. We're over. What are you talking about? And what is up with all these... Russians everywhere. Wait a minute. I helped those guys this morning with the... She gets sprayed with silly string. Shut up, you homewrecker. I'm talking about how you and my boyfriend have been hooking up for the past few weeks and I haven't said anything about it yet. I waited till now to say it. I caught you in the act and I even have proof. She even has proof. Tori, I promise it's not what it looks like. Spray Shane in the face with silly string. Hush, cheater. It's not what it looks like, huh? Well, Shane, I think it's exactly what it looks like. I've been following you around all day, and I've heard every little thing you said. Let's start with this morning. The Russian men change the step back to the coffee shop. Stage lights turn blue. The Russian men are now pretending to be Tori, Shane, and Aaron, and Katie. One and two sit at the table while three and Ivan hide in Bush. When you two were at the coffee shop, you said that you felt bad for sneaking around. And you said you loved her and that you were so glad that you could finally say that because we weren't there to hear it. Well, guess what? We were there and we heard. No. I was walking through what I was going to say to her. So then, Mary told us that you guys were going to the jewelry store, so we followed you. Mary. I do bad under pressure. <laughs> and then, at the end of the store, the Russian man changed his head to the jewelry store. Man one or two played Mary and three and I played Shane and Katie. You bought her a diamond necklace and matching pin. I watched her try it on. The clerk wouldn't tell me what he said, so I kicked his butt. And then this Russian lady came with pierced air and fear. And they took us out of there because we refused to pay for something we didn't ask for. Anyways, you were there buying her gift that I should be getting. 
No, he wasn't buying it for me. He was... She gets sprayed again. And lastly, in the park. The Russian man shows his step to the park. One and two play Aaron and Tori in three, and Ivan play Katie and Shane. You said that you were going to tell me and Aaron what you guys had been up to in front of the entire office and embarrass us. The Russian man changed his head to the office. The office scene resumes. Well, guess what? I beat you to it. And so here's what I think is going to happen. Boys. The Russian man assumed persistence around Tori. Make him silly. No, Tori, please don't. You know what? Give me the can. I'll do it myself. Aaron storms in. Wait! Aaron, thank God you're here. I was just about to bust them. Here, take one. Toy Jester said a silly string. No, Tori, they aren't cheating. Shane was going to. Ivan sprays Aaron with a silly string. Understood. Tori gives the Russian a nod. Tori, stop! Shane is trying to say that he's been planning to propose to you last few weeks, and you are just too blind and overbearing to realize. And tonight was the night. He set up this whole party just so we could ask you to marry him. What? 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 Yes. Katie has been helping me work on my proposal speech. She and I went to get coffee at Grounds, and we talked about what I planned to say. She also went with me to, to pick up the ring today. I got a matching necklace for your mom. I had Katie judge the size. And in the park, I practiced my speech for a final time and then came here. I organized this whole party with the help of Mary and everyone here at the office so that I can ask you to marry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Stop that. Well, William... This isn't like a romantic speech, but that's kind of out the window at this point. Look, I've been working so hard to plan this great, giant proposal, but that didn't work. And I'm sorry that you thought I was cheating, but I promise you I'll never, ever cheat on you because I never want to lose someone as amazing as you. So what do you say? Yes, I will. And I'm so sorry for misconstruing all of this and thinking you were here. And I'm also sorry for making a big scene in front of everyone and embarrassing us both. I promise I'll trust you from now on. Everyone cheers. All right, let's party then. Stepping forward with silly string. Wait, 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 wait. What about our money? I thought that you said all was forgiven and you would help me. That was only if we got to teach this man a lesson. And now there is no lesson to teach. So we need to get paid for our sisters or else we're going to make you all silly wait ivan right hi i'm katie i helped you guys with the flat tire this morning me and my boyfriend aaron put the new tire on katie it is you and aaron i don't know how to change a tire Dark. listen i'm sorry for my boyfriend's actions today and the fact that he's an idiot and stupid and sometimes just clueless and dumb and Get on with it. Is there any way we could just count this as you paying us back? Uh, I guess that works. So now we party? Now we party. Everyone starts dancing. Mary goes up to the Russian men and starts flirting. She takes all four of them off stage. Aaron and Toya admire the ring and exit while giggling. Everyone else begins to exit. Lights fade out and the party music subsides. Scene eight at grounds two weeks later. Tori to the audience, everyone freezes. 
So that should bring us to the end of our story and the end of my time here with you today. But does it? You remember when I said that I'm almost always right? I knew he was up to something and it couldn't just be a proposal. Shh, here he comes. She hides in the bushes. Shane walks out and is having a conversation on the phone. Yes, I know, right? I can't believe we fooled everyone into thinking it was only a proposal. It took weeks, but now we have a cover, thanks to Katie's help. No, 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 Tori was asleep when I left. She didn't see me. Are you almost here? Okay. Yeah, yeah, around back by the bushes. Okay. See you in a few. Hello, Shane. Shane walks over and sits on the bench. A few seconds later, Mary comes up behind him. He gets up to greet her. They kiss and start to walk away. Tori gets out from the bush and starts to run towards them. She stops at the bench. She sets her notebook down while the other direction. Direction. Lights circle in on the notebook. Birds chirp. End of play. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Artists, Actors, and Activists of the 21st Century. And so, thank you so much for bearing with us through this new try at something new. Um... <laughs> Um, let me know if that was something you enjoyed, um, if you would like to see more of stuff like that, or you're like, Corey, like, please just stick to interviews, but just thought it was fun to showcase this show with this amazing cast. Um, all the usual things, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Artists, Actors, Activists Podcast. Again, that's Artists, Actors, Activists Podcast on Instagram, or you can follow, um, um, also sp- follow us on Spotify, um, so that every time a new episode comes out, you can just swipe and listen, as opposed to, like, typing in the whole big long title. Um, um, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs>